Hello and welcome to the 42 Dollies Super Bowl preview. We're live here at Journal HQ. Looking forward to a great game tonight between the New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles. Gavin Casey here, joined by the 42 Dollies NFL guru, Steve O'Rourke. Steve, how are things? Good. That's the nicest thing I've been called today. What else have you been called? Eh, you never know. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We won't. Uh, probably not repeatable. Actually, I'd say it's a. It's going to be a great game. I mean, it might be, but for me as a Giants fan, this is the nightmarish matchup. Like th- this is a Super Bowl that I couldn't be less enthused by. The Eagles can frankly piss off as far as I'm concerned, and I'm sorry to all the Eagles fans watching. Um, the Patriots, I think, as far as everybody is concerned, can do the same. What are your thoughts on it? Like you're in, you're a Raiders fan, so I mean, maybe you don't have a necessarily have a um, a real distaste for either team. Yeah, I don't have strong feelings either way about either. I I would say that probably a Cowboys Patriots Super Bowl might be worse for you than the Eagles. Yeah, one. or like a Cowboys Eagles Super Bowl. Yeah. Would be Horrendous, uh, impossible. But impossible, horrendous. but yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you can imagine a situation where that is like hell for you. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, like uh, you know, people are going, oh, it's the Patriots. It's the same old storylines. And actually, this week, you know, putting together our Super Bowl content on the forty-two, it, it is actually difficult. They're nice plug. It is difficult to actually come up with kind of new and, and interesting ways to. Because how many times do you say, you know, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are great? Exactly. Uh, like. No, you're dead right, and and I think it's it's probably a theme, like experienced by sports writers now around the world, particularly in America, because they've been everybody has been here before with uh, the Patriots and so many Super Bowls over the over the years. Like in a league that's actually structured so that dynasties can't be formed, how have Belichick and Brady pulled this off over the past fifteen or so years? Being very clever with salary cap. I mean, Tom Brady earns ten million less a year than Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's never going to win a Super Bowl. Tom Brady already has five. So, mm. you know, it's, it's things like that. You've someone like Danny Amendola, who's the reason they're in the Super Bowl because of his, you know, his fourth quarter performance against the Jags mm. two weeks ago. You know, he's taking a pay cut every year just to stay a Patriot. Um, as it's and it's adapting. You know, when when the rest of the league is zigging, the Patriots are zagging. It's a cliche, but it's the reason they have been successful for sixteen odd years. Yeah, I mean, for myself this NFL season ended really in week three so I'm completely out of the loop and, that, and that's largely why you're here to, to inform me as well as everybody else a couple of things right um, we're probably going to hear Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth speak about RPOs tonight um, something that I really don't understand I, I automatically thought like RPO out of nowhere uh, mixing it up for the wrestling move what exactly are they harping on about when they mention these yeah this is the one to impress your mates with, i suppose tonight when you're out watching it at, at tv so it's a run pass option it's it's essentially like play action but on steroids uh, and maybe that's a bad uh, comparison to make <laughs> God, when, God. when the nfl is is involved but yeah so uh, essentially the quarterback keys off on a particular defender it can be any defender on the defense usually it's a linebacker but like the 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 Eagles did it with a safety the last time with Harrison Smith the Viking safety so he holds onto the ball as long as as well until he can see what that particular player is going to do so if that particular player is defending the run he'll keep the ball and pass it if that particular player is defending the pass he'll hand it off to the running back and the running back will run with it what it does is it completely unbalances the defense because it's incredibly, if not impossible, to actually defend. Mm. Because 
Normally what you do to decide whether it's a run or a pass is not actually look at what the quarterback or the running back is doing because they're going to try and trick you whatever yeah. way they can. You look at what the, the offensive linemen are doing because they will block a different way for but uh, a run compared to a pass. But the offensive linemen might think it's a run. The running back might actually think it's a run. And it's only literally at the last second that the quarterback decides to throw the ball. Right. So you're in big trouble. And... Uh like you reckon like is this something that both teams are going to be deploying or, or no no it's something that the the Eagles bought in for Carson Wentz and it worked really well for them it just so happens that Nick Foles after a really dodgy start where he was terrible against the Giants terrible against the Raiders terrible against the Cowboys in the in the little time he played against them and he's been really good in the postseason doing it because you have to remember, like, if you're the second string quarterback, I mean, you don't get any snaps. Like yeah. Carson Wentz was getting all the snaps with the first team, so he he wasn't getting any any kind of reps at all. So now that he's done it, we saw like he needs he for for the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, he needs to be able to trick the Patriots on maybe six or seven of these RPOs and hit really deep passes, if not touchdowns, on them. So and like it's probably no coincidence that when the Eagles had a break before the first playoff game that's when we see Foles actually returning to some of the form we saw was it two seasons ago or three seasons ago purely on the basis that with no wins he's getting those snaps in in practice training yeah uh, absolutely yeah and, and you know Nick Foles is a better quarterback than than Blake Bortles who the Patriots faced a few weeks ago and Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville offense ran a few RPOs and it caused the Patriots trouble so yeah it's it, I think it just makes this a much more interesting matchup but on the other side, Bill Belichick, Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator of the Patriots, have had two weeks to prepare for it as well. Nick Saban, the Alabama college coach, is really good friends with Bill Belichick. Mm. He faces RPOs all the time. He has probably had a lot of conversations with Bill Belichick over the last two weeks. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Uh, there has been some talk that the Pats may go no huddle, which is something we probably would have associated with the Eagles more so a couple of years ago under, what's his name? Vic. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you see that happening? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, they probably won't start that way, but I think that uh, Kevin Clark and The Ringer had a really good article this week that talked about why the Patriots are so good in the fourth quarter, and it's because it might seem like the most simple thing in the world, but they run a lot in in training. Right. Other NFL teams don't. Other NFL teams practice. Other NFL teams practice situational football. Patriots actually just run quite often, and so they're fitter than other teams. And what they do then is they the, no huddle is essentially where you, they don't go into that little group if people are watching a Super Bowl for the first time before they snap the ball. They actually just keep going up. What that will do is the the strength of the Eagles is that their defensive front is based around eight players, not four players. Right. And they sub players in and out. So eight different players have played more than twenty percent of the snap for them so far this season so that's really their core strength and by going no huddle you can't substitute on defence you just have to keep your players on the mm. field so they don't get as much pressure I think their pressure drops by about 6 or 7% and that means Tom Brady has more time to throw the ball and actually when Tom Brady goes no huddle he's more accurate than when he's after being in a huddle so, oh, right, okay. so it's, 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 it's a double I suppose um, negative for the, the Eagles because they're worse when teams go no huddle and the Patriots are better when they go no huddle, so it's kind of tough for them to defend. Yeah, I mean, we've seen some teams go no huddle to like to mixed results. The Giants kind of tried to do it a little for a little while under Ben McAdoo, um, and it actually worked really well against the Eagles in both games they played. So it's true. Uh, and then, but even the Eagles, uh, and you mentioned Vic, but who was the? coach that came in from college who like for oh, one Chip year Kelly. Chip Kelly that's who I was trying to think of like and that was 
that was Foles as well who was running that at the yep. time, wasn't it? Yep. So, I mean, and it was quite effective, certainly in his kind of breakthrough year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, you know, ultimately it, it didn't save Chip Kelly's job. But yeah. um, I don't know, like, it's it's one of those things we'll have to see if it pans out. Like, I'm just thinking hypothetically, and it, it really is the nightmare scenario for me, if the Eagles do win, it doesn't necessarily affect... Uh, the legacy of Belichick and Brady too much, is it? I mean, they've recovered from two defeats against the Giants, for example, and nobody has thought any less of them, so I don't think it'll change much. This yeah, time. like, the, the Patriots have, have lost to bad quarterbacks in the playoffs Excuse me? before. In the playoffs before. Okay, sorry. Yeah. And even when Eli Manning, that first Super Bowl, when he denied them, you know, the, the perfect 17-0 season, mm. I mean, Eli Manning at that stage was a very average quarterback. I mean, he did 54% completion rate, something like really mediocre like that so it's not uh, and I wouldn't be shocked if if the Eagles won by any means so what I think this is actually just a really nerdy Super Bowl matchup there's lots of different things for people to kind of watch out for the Eagles offensive line is one of the fastest in the league that's really interesting to watch in the run game but I think from a kind of expecting another Falcons type dramatic second half as we saw last year maybe people won't get that I suppose right. in this one um, but I do think it's it's still going the, the Patriots don't do bad Super Bowls so they're, they're, they're always worth watching Is there any danger of this being another kind of what was it Seahawks Broncos from a few years ago where the game is over at the end of the first quarter I don't think so because it's been a stat that's been around all week it's, the Patriots don't score touchdowns in the first quarter of Super Bowls they never have under Brady and Belichick which is just bizarre when you think about how efficient that offense is and, and how potent it is. Um, the the only way it goes like that is if the Patriots get a fourteen nil lead because the Eagles are not designed to come from behind, whereas the Patriots are absolutely designed to win whatever way from in front from behind. Um, but I don't see it being a blowout. No, not at all. Presuming the Eagles can stay in touch, then is Nick Foles capable of delivering a Super Bowl? Well, if Joe Flacco can win a Super Bowl, I think Nick Foles, you know, I, and no offence to Ravens fans, I, I, he's just not a very good quarterback and he's won a Super Bowl. Um, I think Nick Foles can win a Super Bowl. Will he win a Super Bowl? That's a completely different question. Okay, so $4.7 billion, they reckon, is going to be betted on this game. 97% of it illegally, by yep. all accounts, uh, just the way America works in terms of uh, betting. If you uh, if you had four point seven billion dollars, I mean, you might. I don't know your, yeah. your financial situation. Who, who would you put it on? You don't on buy Saturday? shirts like this with less than four point seven billion dollars. <laughs> Absolutely, you can't pull on. them off unless That's you've got serious <laughs> money in the bank. Absolutely. Um, I th the way I look at games like this is that if the teams were like baseball World Series and they had to play seven times, who who would win four and and therefore win the title? And I think the Patriots every single time would win four. Yeah, so they'd probably go four zip, really, would they? Probably. But there's no, but I also see a way that the Eagles can win two or three. So okay. I, they're not without the chances, but I do think it uh, exactly how I see it happening is the Patriots or the Eagles take a 17-7, 17-10 lead into halftime. Patriots win with about five or six minutes to go. Oh Christ, not again. Uh, you've got a couple you've got a Super Bowl preview on the 42 at the moment? Yeah, there's a load, loads of Super Bowl content on the 42. You can if you're a neutral, you can do a quiz to find out uh, which team you should support tonight I will not Ob be doing that quiz obviously it's not the Patriots because you know you don't want to be back in the favourites and there's the proper Super Bowl analysis and previews as well so that's it from us uh, enjoy the game tonight we will be back on Thursday well it'll actually be posted on Friday but we have a live event with Stephen Ferris on Thursday in Dahani and Nesbitt keep an eye out for tickets that's looking ahead to Ireland versus Italy and until then uh, yeah enjoy the game tonight and we'll see you